Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to another edition of PWC Connections, the podcast. We're back in the bucket. I'll be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson, and joining me again will be... I'm Courtney Lucas. Courtney Lucas? Courtney Lucas. How's it going, Courtney? I'm doing well. Things are, are well. It's it's spring. Right, it the is. The time has changed. Spring has sprung. And we are talking about a really cool topic that I am interested to learn more about. Absolutely. It is the month of March. And for those who may know or may not know, March is National Procurement Month. And joining us in the bucket, we have someone from our procurement area, our local vendor analyst. I don't know if I had that title right. You can correct me. Miss Lexi Hasapis. How you doing, Lexi? Hello. Lexi. I can't Lexi. believe you said my name right. Come on, Lexi, you famous. You're like <laughs> you're like the fourth person in my whole life to say it correct. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Aww. If we don't know your name correctly, we're doing something wrong. In yeah, Lexi's one of these people that we want to keep her happy. We need, you know, we want to be on her good side at all times. We need her. I'm yeah. here to help. I'm here to Lexi, help. Lexi, Lexi, Lexi. Lexi. So we're talking procurement. Uh, you've been, if, if you could introduce yourself to our audience, let us know how long you've been with PWC and tell us a little bit about what you do here. No problem. My name is Lexi. I work in procurement. I'm the local vendor procurement analyst. And okay. I was close. Yeah, good job. And March uh, 11th was my third year anniversary here at PWC. Congratulations. Thank you. That went by fast. It, it did. Really fast. Really right. fast. So, you know, time flies when you're having fun. That's what they say. Um, so my job is to connect local businesses and small businesses with PwC opportunities. Right. PwC currently has a strategic priority to increase local vendor capacity and engagement. So that is what I work on 24 hours a day. So. <laughs> no, you're not exaggerating. I've gotten emails from you very late. Yeah. Well, you so know. you're working very, you, you work into the night. You got to have your pulse on the community and small businesses. <laughs> they don't work eight to five. They work all the time. Yeah, so if yeah. a vendor has a question or a prime contractor wants something or whatever, we're here to help. Okay. Okay. So what I get, is procurement that's though? What I was to going get into, into it, what is procurement or purchasing? Okay. So purchasing and procurement is literally just like buying things, but purchasing and procurement is used when you're talking about government agencies because okay. there are rules and regulations that tell government agencies how we can use tax dollars or in our instance, ratepayer dollars. Mm. Okay. So it's not just like you can go to Belks and buy a t shirt. If right. PwC wants to buy a t-shirt, there are rules and regulations we have to follow. And depending on how many t-shirts we buy, there's even more restrictions and more rules to follow to make sure that the playing field is level for all businesses. Gotcha. And we have a whole department dedicated to this, correct? We do. We have an amazing department. We have one, two, three, four buyer advisors. And basically what that is, is they've divided all of our divisions and they all have different areas of expertise and they help. I think yours is Tanja, our yep. senior mm -hmm. buyer advisor. And uh, they work with specific departments. It doesn't mean they don't work together on some departments because obviously some of our departments have some overlap in what they purchase. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's always items like toilet paper and paper towels that we all use. Mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't just buy them for certain departments. So, yeah. And then we have a procurement manager. Um, that's Trent Ensley, and he oversees us all. I love that you mentioned um, paper towels. Because we also buy big trucks. So can you kind of give us an overview of what type of things we buy? Sure. Well, there are construction and repair contracts, which you would see, you know, annexation projects or we're putting the uh, NCDOT light poles up on Rayford Road, those mm -hmm. very large things. If we do a roof replacement on the R.C. Williams building, that would be a repair contract. Okay. And then there are goods and services. 
And goods could be anything from paper towels to pencils to the chairs we're sitting on, the microphones we're using. Yeah. Um, there's also IT items that would be like non-tangibles necessarily, okay. but software, software. you name it. Um, but then they also buy computers too, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then there are other goods like warehouse items, things that our crews would go and pick up every day to do their job. Mm -hmm. And then there are also other services that are not construction related that could be janitorial or security or landscape mm -hmm. or... Uh, the company that power washes our buildings, yeah, things yeah, yeah. like that. Your department's busy. Yeah, they do about 3,500 purchase orders a year. Okay. That's a whole bunch. So <laughs> uh, they don't get any bonuses on more purchase orders uh -huh. that they process. So, right, right. Uh, the goal of procurement is really to be able to purchase items in order for PwC to to provide the most reliable services we can to our rate payers. Understood. So that could be anything, you know, literally from the paper clips to the transformers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so when they're doing that, what they really want to do is, is to save us money because what does that do? It saves the ratepayers money. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's not about the number of POs and things we process, it's about consolidating. So instead of your department buying paper clips and my department buying paper, paper clips, we buy them from one vendor for the entire organization. Right. I understand. So right. we try to save money where we can, um, but you know, sometimes it is what it is. And right now with COVID, Prices are all over the place on many items. Uh, so some of the things I kind of see often that comes through are like uh, bid opportunities or purchasing needs. Like break that down. How do how does someone kind of apply for a bid opportunity or know if that opportunity is for them and purchasing needs? How do sure. they know what are the purchasing needs and how to fulfill them for us? No problem. So I learned a long time ago. Uh, I got involved in PwC procurement and my old job. And I started teaching people how to do business with PwC in the city of Fayetteville. Okay. And I didn't really know much about it. And like most people, I just thought, you're a local utility. You should spend your money locally. Why aren't you doing this? Yeah. Well, I found out very quickly why that is not always the easiest thing to accomplish. So procurement and purchasing rules at a state agency like we are, we're, we're, we follow general statutes. So the general statutes basically depend on what you're buying. So is it a good? Is it a service? Is it construction? Is it repair? How much you think it's going to be? Mm -hmm. And the color of the money that you're using. So is it PwC ratepayer dollars? Is it state dollars? Is it federal dollars? Okay. Interesting. And okay. all those things combined will then tell you how you have to buy it. Does that make any kind of sense? So it's not just <laughs> yeah. swiping a debit card or a credit card. There's a lot that goes into right. it. Right. There are a lot of things. That's why if you've ever tried to swipe your pro card for something and it was blocked, yeah. <laughs> that's why. Because yeah. there's some things you cannot spend without having some type of pre-audit authority mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, so what typically people see is exactly what you're talking about, Lamont, is the outside you know, website that everybody sees. Oh, they... They just have construction or RFPs for engineers or things like that. But right. in reality, we buy a lot of other things, mm -hmm. um, you know, from, again, the chairs we're sitting on, the table that we have, mm -hmm. you know. But if those are not at a certain certain threshold, you don't have to put those on the website. Mm. So, okay. yeah. So what you see on the website are formal and informal opportunities. And that means they're usually above uh, 30 to 90,000 for like a, a backhoe or something like that. Right. And then anything above uh depends on what you're doing but it's usually about 30 to fifty thousand dollars it's kind of like the oh we don't know where we are it might estimate at this so we put it out as an informal if it's three hundred thousand and above it's formal and mm -hmm. it's the straight pre-bid all these regulations lowest responsive responsible bidder the whole mm -hmm. nine so 
I mean, there's a lot of different categories. So if you're a professional services and you're an architect, you're an engineer or anything like that, that would be an RFP, RFQ, RFI kind of process. Um, if it's a construction repair, something like that, that's when you see those formal construction bids. And now because of COVID, when the bid openings are always fun. So if you've never been, definitely go. But now because of COVID, we do them outside. Yeah, I've seen them done outside. <laughs> it's like literally. Is there an auctioneer there who's like 35? It definitely feels like that. Um, and right now, Nicole Subject is doing a lot of those because she does a lot of the construction bids. And it's really funny because it, it feels like you're on the courthouse steps yes. and you're like bid number four, Buying four, two. Right. And Courtney Lucas's was four, two, five, four, <laughs> four, two, five. <laughs> so I have a quick question. Um, you used some uh, acronyms. What's an RFP? What's an RF? Okay. Um, so you said, yeah, they're requests for proposals, requests for quotes, requests for information. Okay. Uh, so all of them are different depending on what your needs are. Sometimes you ask for a proposal. Um, how are you going, how, what is the best way to do this? And then after that, maybe a request uh, for qualifications is another one, you know, to see who is qualified to do work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everyone that's an engineer isn't necessarily a water, sewer, or electric engineer, right? Sure. So you've got to kind of um, sort through all of the qualifications and then proposals and then, a, you know, then it usually gets to a bid process. So when you see annexation bid, the the engineering for that was done a long time ago okay before it gets to the website i got you i got you so we designed then we build <laughs> so in addition to our website where we're you know housing some of these opportunities talk about faybids.com where i guess that's like the warehouse or the central <laughs> hub for a lot of this stuff it is a super great website so definitely if you're interested in doing business with the local government around here check out faybids b-i-d-s so because I go back to the strategic priority of uh, increasing local vendor capacity and engagement, um, one of the committees that was started at PwC was the Building Local Vendor Capacity Committee. And basically, I believe it was started with Ms. Shaw and uh, I mean, commission, Commissioner Shaw and Rogers. Mm -hmm. And they really wanted to bring all of the government agencies into one room and say, what are our needs? What are what is our you know five billion dollar impact to the local economy? How do we make this easier and break down barriers for vendors so we can get those opportunities to local and regional vendors? Well, what everyone found out is there's no one place for this information. So, for instance, if you're a federal contractor, you go to one place to find every federal contract that is out there. Okay, that's SAM.gov. Okay. There's nothing like that for local organizations. Okay. So instead of having maybe a clearinghouse like that, we have one website, Faybids. And if you're interested in learning about what you have and does do local agencies purchase what you have, you can go to Faybids and you can click on from the city of Fayetteville to PwC, to the county, to the school system, to the sheriff's department, mm -hmm. uh, you name it. And so it's not necessarily one big website that'll give you everything, but it will uh, it will get you to the right place if you're interested in doing business with those agencies. Very cool. Very useful. Yeah. CCR does a great job. They keep it updated for us. <laughs> We really appreciate it. And in addition to that, one of uh, another uh, avenues or vehicles that we're trying to use to get the information out on our social media each Monday, we do something called hashtag make money Monday. It's one word every Monday. And that hashtag is associated with procurement <laughs> opportunities that are coming out or different events that are coming up. And speaking of upcoming events, there is a building business capacity workshop coming up on March 30th 
There sure is. So the Building Business Rally, which we've had a podcast about, which was awesome, uh, is an annual event where all of the local agencies interested in finding more vendors go and tell everybody about what they're going to purchase in the next year. And hopefully they find more vendors. Uh, Well, because COVID, uh, we have taken that virtual. And uh, PwC used to lead that initiative. The Chamber is leading the virtual initiative. And so that is the Building Business Capacity uh, virtual events that they're hosting. So thank you to the Chamber for that. Mm And uh, last month was Hope Mills. This month will be FTCC. So if you're interested in doing business with Fayetteville Technical Community College, you want to know more about what they buy. You want to learn how to become a vendor. You want to learn about what is coming up, you know, if they're building a new building or, you know, maybe they're getting a new contract for lawn care. You name it. March 30th is the event for you to log into. Uh, That's March. April will be Fayetteville State. So you will learn the same things about Fayetteville State. And then May, I think, will be PwC's part one, mm-hmm. <laughs> which will be kind of like this. Uh-huh. Basic information, who, what, where, when. And then we'll have a follow-up after our budget is passed so that PwC can present huge and larger items like CIP, um, construction projects, and also our annual contracts that might be coming up so that we can target vendors that we are looking for. And vendors can go to all of these Absolutely. meetings, right? Yep. They aren't. Okay. So they should, if you're interested, mm-hmm. definitely go to all of them. Yeah. And attend. the chamber, yeah, the chamber events, even though if you're not a chamber member, you can still attend. Okay. I mean, it's for the general public. Of course, it's the whole purpose is to assist businesses to build their capacity. And, you know, right now, because of COVID, there are some businesses that aren't doing that great. And so this might be the time to explore, well, maybe I should change my business model or, you know, maybe if I'm in janitorial, I should get into sanitization of things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the time to ask those questions. And, you know, people in procurement, I mean, we're very lucky. We have someone like me that goes out and does outreach, but not all procurement offices have someone like that. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to get in touch with procurement people because they're super busy. They're very busy. So this is your opportunity. If you have any questions, you go to these events, you ask questions, you have someone's contact information. You know, you have the right person. <laughs> very busy. Whenever I walk past the suite down there, they're all typing away at their computers. They're yes, very busy. It is. It's like, well, I mean, think about it. Every day, I think, um, what did our CFO present? It was like a million dollars a day we spent. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hello. Yeah. Somebody's got to buy that. Money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> is there a resource available where someone can go back and check for those dates uh, for upcoming like BBR events? Yes. It, uh, if you go to, well, you can go to Faye Bids. Always. And that is going to always take you to any BBR or building capacity type events. Uh, If you're a chamber member, you can go on the chamber website under events and you can see it. But uh, we try to put flow everything through FAYBIDS, B-I-D-S, so that you can not just see the event, but you can also see the agencies there and, you know, poke around their website, sign up as a vendor, you know. So So speaking of uh, signing up as a vendor, what is iSupplier? iSupplier is our vendor portal at PwC and it's brand new. We just finished the pilot. It was very successful. So it is basically just think of like you have an Amazon account. You're Mm going to log in. You can see your orders. You can see your information. You can see your addresses, all of that. That's the same thing. Okay, sold. I'm in. (laughs) in, I understand what it is now. I can become a vendor. I got it. There you go. So you put in your information, you know, and as a vendor, you have options. Where, Where do I want my check going? Where do I want my solicitations for my salespeople going? Yeah. If if you get PwC business, I can send you the invoice online. If something's wrong with shipping, I can send you an advance shipping notice. Nice. So it's a nice way and it's all in one area so that you don't have to email someone and someone miss an email. It's all in the system. 
Um, and you can choose to use it as much as you like as a vendor or as little as you like. So basically it's an expansion of our vendor profile so that we can write down what you do, like your category codes, what do you provide? Are you local? Yeah. Are you woman owned? Are you minority owned? So that that way later, hopefully soon, <laughs> we can do <laughs> some reporting to get some information about where we spend our money and whom we spend our money with. Okay. And how do vendors get into iSupplier? Great question. You go to the PwC website. You can go under bid opportunities. You can go under procurement. And right there, it'll say vendor registration. Okay. And that will take you directly to the iSupplier. Uh, it's a page that will have manuals, information, uh, frequently asked questions. It will have iSupplier at FAYPWC.com. So if a vendor does not feel comfortable, maybe they're not computer savvy, maybe they don't even have a computer. Sure. Um, you can send us an email and we will set up a one-on-one -on -one consultation and we will walk you through the entire process. Okay. Wow. All right. Quick question. What has been one of the uh, challenges that you've had to overcome, you know, being in your seat? One of the, the challenges that you're steadily knocking out at? Oh, gosh. Well, um, we actually just had a conversation about this. And, you know, before I got to PwC, when I would talk about the definition of local, mm -hmm. I would think, and I, I didn't do it on purpose, I would think locally owned and operated. And I would think, you know, I don't know, let's, um, Arburger, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I would think they're local, they're mom and pop. Yeah. These, This is who we need to be doing business with, right? Right. But then when you think about the impact of a McDonald's. They still pay property tax. They create jobs. And some of them are locally owned. Some are locally owned. But at the end of the day, building business locally is about building the tax base, right? Okay. And the impact that McDonald's has is no different than an Arburger. Mm -hmm. And so I, I had to expand my brain to go, okay, wait a minute. Walmart Skybo Road has a huge local impact on our economy. Just because our checks might go to Arkansas. Yeah, <laughs> really. Right? Yeah, that's what they are. Doesn't mean they're not local. Um, and so I, I think that was one of my, I think, speed bumps. Because I was like, why would we go here? Or why would we go? But you have to think about these companies. You know, a lot of our warehouse items, for instance, Core in Maine or Wesco or those big, huge companies. Mm -hmm. But they have distribution centers all over. Okay. And when our crews go buy something, they go to the one down the street. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. though our PO and our check might go to Cincinnati, uh -huh. that doesn't mean the people at this local shop or whatever don't have a local impact in our economy. So I think that was a challenge that I had that I had to go, okay, hold on. You know, I've always been the small business supporter, right? But small and local are two different things. Got it. And, you know, at the end of the day, we want our area to be as successful as possible. So we need to support everyone. One of the challenges I remember um, that Lexi faced, he were fairly new and uh, little Miss Hurricane Florence oh. paid us a visit. And Lexi was the one responsible for getting us fed and finding <laughs> gasoline for our trucks. And gosh, Lexi, you were doing a lot during Florence. And don't, you were don't be modest. Share that. Fairly new employee. Talk about that experience. You got us through it. I don't know. We started, yeah, food and fuel division. I don't know. What happened. <laughs> food and yeah, fuel. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think the thing about procurement and all of our team, especially I think at PwC in general we're, we're kind of resolution specialists mm -hmm. so we may not know what we're doing initially but we're like we're gonna figure it out what's yeah. the best process yeah. what's going on um, Hurricane Florence was a huge learning opportunity for me um, number one growing up in Fayetteville you always have this idea of what PwC is you know and then when you see it uh -huh. you're like wow like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, there's so many working parts. There's so many buildings. There's so many employees. And then when disaster strikes, 
it's like, okay, wait a minute. How do we connect all these people? Uh -huh. How do we connect all the buildings? How do we make sure that we have fuel to generate power? How do we make sure that we got fuel to run the cars uh -huh. you know? Yeah, in the middle of a hurricane? Um, so it was really an interesting experience. Um, and Trent, our procurement manager, was also new. Mm -hmm. So basically, we were like, okay, we got to feed people. It was like 500 people three times a day. Yeah. And Plus snacks. I ate a oh, lot yeah. of snacks. Lots of snacks. Thank you, Lexi. And like, pudding cups and monster drinks. This is what <laughs> PwC likes, people. Okay. Um, so we had to feed people and we had to make sure that trucks had fuel. And we buy diesel and unleaded. Okay. Um, and we had to make sure they were in multiple places, right? Uh -huh. Because our trucks are all over the place. Right. Um, we had to make sure our plants had enough fuel as well for uh -huh. their backup generators in case they lost power. And so basically we were like, all right, best practice. Let's Google some stuff. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's look up state contracts. That's what everybody does. Right. And then what we realized was when the hurricane is out on our side of the ocean. Yeah. Everyone shuts down. Yeah. So you can't get fuel where you normally get fuel. And mm -hmm. so we were like, all right, who do we call? And by happenstance, uh, we found three companies that do emergency fuel. And we put out a quick request for quote, like a turnaround. I'm talking like in two hours, I need to know, <laughs> can you do this? And we found a great provider and we staged uh, 7,500 gallon fuel tankers wow. at all of our plants. And we made a huge spreadsheet. And I remember our CFO looking at our spreadsheet and it was like a SAT class. We were like, okay. I'm if, out. Yeah. If this fuel truck leaves Cincinnati at this hour I'm out. and Butler Warner can do 60 hours on these. <laughs> <many hours. laughs> Your department is awesome. It was super fun. And, uh, you know, everybody's in jeans and their weather gear and it's like real relaxed and chill. And then you just got to buy stuff quickly. Right. Um, but you still have rules to follow. You still yeah. can't just buy whatever you want. You know, Ike loves bacon so you know he's in charge of risk oh my risk gosh and regress repressed memory it smelled like bacon in this yeah. building for a month i swear yeah but we couldn't have gotten through it without procurement and same thing last year with um the coronavirus pandemic you all were responsible for you know making sure our sequestered employees were well taken care of yeah, that was another good learning experience and procurement i mean really you know they've got such a good network of other procurement offices that they can you know talk to and uh, you know, hey, have you had to do this? And and now with COVID, everybody's kind of in the same ball game. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I don't know. And then what will FEMA reimburse you for? And what won't you get reimbursed okay. for? And, the, you know, the regulations are still changing constantly. Mm -hmm. So it was a very big learning experience. But, you know, procurement, we, they will do, procurement department wants to do whatever it takes so that our departments can supply the most reliable services we can. So oh, we appreciate you for that. Whatever you need, you call us. Well, if you want to learn more about procurement, if you want to learn more about what Lexi does um, specifically, we have a few TV segments um, on our YouTube channel. Um, you can type in procurement or just do a quick search just by scrolling and um, get an expanded version of what Lexi's been talking about. If you're a vendor, definitely check out uh, Faye Bids and the procurement page on FayePWC.com. And um, yeah, make that money. Make right. money Monday. Yeah. And even if you don't think you provide something PWC would purchase email us anyway okay and we'll let you know you never know from yoga to light poles to water towers we buy a lot of different stuff we just recently bought cookies yeah. for Hello. um employee <laughs> yeah. appreciation were so they delicious they were de i ate too many I, well that's what cookies are for i ate too many local so cookies they see? were local they were delicious <laughs> so please um lexi thank you so much for joining us yeah, thank you i know i learned me. a lot lamont 
Oh, absolutely. Your I, brain expanded. I, I think we could go on a little longer. I have more questions, but I'll, I'll wrap we it up. We can do a part two another time. We'll get some more procurement people in here along with Lexi. And we'll have another episode for sure because this has been super um, informative. Yeah, it's been great. So um, thank you for listening in to this edition of PwC Connections, the podcast. Please remember this podcast is free and it's available on your favorite listening platform. Um, and make sure you follow us on social media, uh, specifically Facebook, so that you can see those hashtag make money Monday posts. Um, we'll be back soonish mm-hmm. with another episode. Right. More info. I think we can tease them. The okay. next one is going to be for about, it. well, we talked about spring has sprung. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be giving some tips about planting and oh, areas yeah. that you what to do and not to do. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, fun fact, PwC has an arborist on staff. So our arborist will hopefully be uh, joining us on, in the bucket. Yeah. That's cool. But Lex, thank you for joining us and thank giving you. us such great information. This has been another episode of PwC Connections, the podcast. We'll see you next time in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs>